Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Episode 83 is go for launch. This week as Dennis and I discuss Dinden's Christmas list. Stern rumored titles. A secret Santa dropping a bomb on Pinside. Hanging out with the spooky team and some new members. My first impressions of Halloween, Legends of Valhalla, Celts, and Heist. A Jersey Jack Wax Tease. Pinball Market Trends. Ceiling Fans. And Jupiter Ascending. Happy Holidays, everyone. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pinball Show, episode 80, 83, I believe. Uh, we are your hosts, Zach Manny and Dennis Creasel from the Eclectic Gamers Podcast. Dennis, I miss you. I'm at a pinball show, and you're not here. You're out You're out in the field doing doing the Lord's work. <laughs> field reporter here, Zach Manny with Tape Asia. Now, I'm at Cincinnati, Pincinnati, I'm at Cincinnati. That's that one Chuck Word always talks about. That's right. Chuck Wirt is one of the, uh, the the runners of this. He he puts on a good show, I gotta say, and it's getting pretty big. He's gonna have to look into maybe maybe going somewhere else or getting another room. It's it's getting getting packed here. Maybe he can take over the expo branding and become the new expo. Oh boy, I don't know. I do you think that, people would is come that too to ambitious? I don't know. I don't, Cincinnati's Chuck, kind of a do smaller, do smaller it. place. I don't know. But it's fun. It's a good show. We had a, a lot of people show up. So, spooky Pinball's here. Chicago Gaming Company's here. So we have manufacturers showing up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is Absolutely. Punny Factory there? Punny Factory's... I, you know what's funny? I was asked by two people already, Hey, Zach, when are you going to sign that Punny Factory agreement? And uh, get why, why isn't one of those here? Do you think they're still... Like, are they on course still? Or have they given up? I, I honestly have not looked into them at all... Uh, I'm not mm. going to say ever. The last thing I saw from them was when they had that weird. Do you remember the really weird trailer with the wizard? <laughs> yes. I think they took that trailer down. I don't oh, know why. Oh. It was so funny. Oh, I man. missed the wizard trailer. If you guys took it down and you're listening, put the trailer back up. Just turn off the comments if you're sad. YouTube took away the dislikes, so, so you don't show those anymore. So you can put it back up. You didn't even have to spoof that video. No, there's nothing I could do. It was beyond my power. Speaking of power, Santa Claus has a lot of powers, Dennis. Have you ever met him? Uh, you know, once in Detroit. <laughs> oh, that's so, who he said he was. I, don't I, I hope he enjoys that car that used to be mine. You're not going to top that. That was, uh, I needed that this morning. I don't know why it's so funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Was he a little dirty? <laughs> what was look, he? Look, the Motor City has its own sense of smell, <laughs> taste, and style. Detroit Santa. Okay, I gotta stop. 
<laughs> well, the reason I asked Dennis is because I don't know about you. I've been I've been a good boy this year. I've not been naughty. Been a really good boy, and uh, I wanted to see what are you asking for for Christmas? Is there anything on your on your laundry list of items? I know you're hashtag high maintenance. Uh, anything you're asking for in particular? Oh, I mean, there's not like one one certain item above all else that I'm I'm asking for. I guess of uh, one of the one things, gift that rules them one, all. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's just some some tool stuff I've asked for. I think I I think I threw on the list a a, a new ceiling fan. Uh, okay, with a yeah. light because mine's starting. The one I use in my room here, where I work from, is mm-hmm. starting to like go. That's the sound of it, like trying to start mm-hmm. the fire. Oh well, yeah, a new ceiling. And so fan. I was like, I was like, and I, so I asked my dad. I said, "Hey, do you? Is it hard to change out a ceiling fan with the uh, lights? Because I've got a dimmer a s- switch, but it doesn't Ooh. actually do it, and the chain doesn't power the light anymore, and it's going." <laughs> And he goes, and he's a retired electrical engineer. So I figured mm-hmm. I'd ask him, you know, I'm, I'm hinting at helping me do it because I don't want to electrocute myself. And he's like, yeah, actually, it's not it's not hard at all. The only hard part is getting up to the ceiling. And I was like, oh, I already have the step ladder to do that. So then I put it on the list. So are we'll you going to we'll install it? Fan. That would be the plan. Yeah. Oh, can you video it? Uh, why would I do that? I'm just thinking about you high up on a ladder. I don't have fans with Dennis. Electrical device. Uh, it just may be a good thing to record. That's all. Oh, no. I mean, I would have him help do like he'd do the wiring. Hmm, so I don't. So I don't have to learn how to. It's very tiresome to learn how not to electrocute. You know, I've electrocuted myself on enough pinball machines. I I don't think we want to watch me do it when I'm on a ladder. All right. Well, all I'm saying is if uh, if you want to make my Christmas special, a video of that's all I need. But all right. It's a little too Christmas vacation-y for me. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. That didn't age well either, that movie. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. Speculation, rumor, and more speculation seem to be the main themes right now over at Stern as year-end approaches and the actual news starts to wind down. There seems to be no shortage of ideas on what may lie ahead for Stern in 2022. And while rumor has it that Rush appears to be the final release of 2021 for Stern, the rumor mill, courtesy of Canada's Pinball Podcast, Pinside, and others seem to be pointing strongly towards a Brian Eddy and Zombie Yeti Venom title for Stern's first release of 2022, my spidey senses are telling me that staying home for the holidays may not be a bad idea this year again as things may not always appear as they seem when you're talking about Marvel and the hundreds of characters and licenses they control. And just when you think those coders at Stern were resting on their turkey-filled tummies, Stern Pinball has posted new Aerosmith code V1.09 and Black Knight sort of rage code V1.11 
won this past week. Mostly related to Insider Connected achievement and code updates, however, all of these new updates that we are seeing these days also contain some minor polish and bug fixes as the Insider Connected platform is breathing new code life into all of Stern's Spike 2 platform releases. And speaking of updates, could new code updates be coming for Stern's recently released Mandalorian? It appears Dwight Sullivan has been quite active lately in the Tilt forum threads these days as he's been engaging the community there with regard to Mandalorian's shortcomings code-wise related to that center ramp strategy that you can hammer all day long to move through that game. And on the production side at Stern, while new titles like Godzilla are moving nicely through Stern's production lines, older titles may be in for a serious slowdown regardless of supply chain issues. Yes, the sheer number of new Spike 2 production titles that Stern now has available may require them to move to a 12-month limited-run schedule for some of their less popular titles, like Led Zeppelin, Iron Maiden, and Guardians of the Galaxy. So if you're sitting on the fence wondering when the best time to buy that new inbox title is that is over 18 months old, don't delay, get your name on a distributor waiting list now because those runs will be limited in the future and could be over a year or more until they are made. Well, that's all for this week. For the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Something mysteriously popped up on Jersey Jack's Facebook feed this past Friday that has people intrigued. It's a photo with no caption of a Jersey Jack pinball logo on a red wax seal, like old-timey people used to seal envelopes with. It looks to be on some sort of parchment that includes some scrollwork lines off to the left. Some immediately suggested that this could mean a long-awaited Pirates of the Caribbean rerun. The post was followed up with an interesting comment from a Facebook user showing her Pirates of the Caribbean certificate that came with her game. It's almost a perfect match with the image Jersey Jack posted. Could the pinball dreams of many Jersey Jack pinball fans be coming true? I'm a bit skeptical at this point, and as some other users pointed out, it could just mean that Jersey Jack's Pirates is finally reaching 1.0 version code. But either way, let's hope that Jersey Jack reveals its meaning soon. If you're looking for an interesting interview with Jersey Jack's namesake, Jack Guarneri, he recently appeared on the Jimmy Deals Celebrity Spotlight show on Hamilton Radio. It's a non-pinball media interview, so the questions and direction are a bit different than what we're used to in the pinball media. He talks about getting into the pinball industry and a bit of the history of Jersey Jack Pinball. It's available online. Just search for Jimmy Deal, spelled D-E-I-L-E, and it's a good listen. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Matt Morrison here with your Chicago Gaming Company news update for the week. Small update this week, Ryan White was at Pentastic a few weeks ago with a similar seminar as Expo. However, he did state that currently the Lyman Sheets Josh Sharp code combo is a Cactus Canyon exclusive. But if people like their work, future collaboration wouldn't be out of the picture. And if you want a mirrored back glass for your CCR, contact your dealer. They in turn will contact Planetary Pinball Supply. The cost, 250 bucks plus shipping. 
For the back glass, I imagine this is going to be a logistical nightmare for dealers, uh, but Planetary expects the back glass to be ready in February. Number matching is also available if you have the other three remakes with matching numbers, so contact your dealer if you haven't already. But that's going to do it for this week. I'm Matt Morrison. Back to you guys. Hey, this is Kaz with a quick update on American Pinball. I reached out to Steve Bowden and he provided me this update. He said, we are pleased to report that Legends of Valhalla and Hot Wheels continue to roll off the line. We are fulfilling orders as quickly and efficiently as possible. Houdini and Oktoberfest will be back in production in 2022. And thank you to all the customers. Now, American Pinball has been doing a lot of shows recently, so everyone's been able to play the new games, get their orders in, and they're now receiving their new games. Hope everybody's enjoying those games. Hope you have a great week and have fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Cosner. Is it just me, Dennis, or do we always start off with stern pinball news? Uh, we do. That's usually because Craig Bobby's bringing the heat. He has been bring- Oh, look at you! Is that a uh, is that a compliment? Hey, Craig has been he he's been on his A game lately. I think he's been extra Craigy. Well, you know, after what seven trips into the wilderness in 2021, <laughs> yeah, he's more maple he's- leaf than what what other leaves do he's they have? He's found himself. There? I think it's just the maple leaf up there. They don't have any other trees. Furs, furs of, of some type. Evergreen things, right? Right. Evergreen. Conifers. <laughs> uh, Stern pinballs in the news. You know, Dennis, that there have been a lot of rumors kind of circling around right now about the game following the rumored the rumored Rush game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love rumors. Yeah, and uh, I've heard, and you had some good ones there on EGP. You guys got to go check that out. Rumor Corner podcast. Can you believe someone asked me to do rumatoid arthritis or something? Someone rumor rumor through. I can't remember what all, what all we. That was oh Chris Chandler, our former correspondent. Okay, the traitor. I th- sent in this. Yeah, well now I guess his his thing to cover went away. So. Are you not rumor tamed? Was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that you was his too. Although he there. actually in his email called it rumor rained, but I I turned I turned it into something a little better. But well, and that's why that's why you're the host there. But they're rumored, and not that I teased at the at the head of the last show playing a poison song. But the rumors out there circling around are a comic book style of Marvel's Venom. What do you think? I this is actually the first time hearing about this. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. Um, so would this be a new game? This isn't going to be like a reskin of an existing Marvel property, is it? Well, we don't know anything, but the the rumors suggest that a Brian Eddy normal cornerstone game. Okay. Um, I didn't know the Venom movies were doing that great. I haven't seen either of them. I've seen part of one, and it's it's good, but it's not like standout crazy. Here's another Marvel Universe limb of the tree or anything, but... They were they were pretty good. I just think that the comic book version of Venom, if that is the case, that's where I want to see uh, a comic book rendition of a comic book license rather than Avengers. Avengers, I want that film. But when it comes to Venom, I'm thinking of uh, who did the art, like the Todd McFarlane. He do a mm, lot of Venom. Yeah, I think stuff. you're right. Yeah, or that's I, who I associate with it. I don't know. If that's biased from just remembering that he did Spawn or what. But. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm what I'm thinking of Venom. First thing I think of is comic book. When I think of Avengers, yeah. the first thing I think of is is the movies. So Well, and the comic would make the most sense, even from a from a stylistic choice perspective, because as the movies, they're actually controlled by Sony. 
So oh, okay. That's yeah. why it's not tied into the same universe. Like they 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 have an exception going on with Spider Man. They made a special deal for Spider Man yes, to be able to to be in like both worlds basically. But but when it comes to the certain properties that Sony bought and got licensed to back when Marvel wasn't doing well, they've held on to those, and so mm. that's why Venom's coming out from Sony Pictures and isn't a part of the MCU. So again, with Stern having arrangements with Marvel. And they've not really done anything with Sony since the old Spider-Man movie. Well, that is it true. It would make sense point. to me that they'd be like, let's just do comic. Let's work with let's work with Marvel. Remember how uh, pleased uh, George Gomez was talking about how easy it was to work with Marvel on the comic edition of Deadpool. Good point. Good point. So, again, that kind of gives them a lot of creative license. Uh, so, yeah, that would – given all that, I just think it's a little surprising to get run with Venom because I – uh, but not terribly surprised. It's just it wasn't something that was on the top of my head because I just I didn't think that there True. was demand. But I I could see why there would be. Yeah. If any game screams, we need Zombie Yeti artwork. I kind of think this is it. Um, this is his wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, basically, everyone says he just draws like Marvel comics anyway. Yeah. Many have said that. Many have said that. But uh, I I'd, I'd like to see his rendition. Of a of a venom, I don't know. Maybe they pull in another artist, but the rumblings right now are Zombie Yeti potentially with Brian Eddy on a venom. Hmm. Okay, all right. I like it. I I don't think it's a fail. I no. It's interesting. No. Comic stuff seems to to be doing really well lately. There's a lot and of nostalgia for Venom. There is a Venom is there's a big following for the 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 villainy of is that a word villainy of Venom? Yeah, the villainy of. I wonder. I wonder if they'll ask me to voice Venom. I was gonna say I. I don't know if I know it's different universes, but Nordman may have a thing or two to say about Venom. Oh, trying they're not to allowed attack to do. The they're not allowed to do a, do a crossover. You've gone into the wrong universe, Venom. You got. <laughs> where are your ramps? I demand ramps. I did it's Blackwater one hundred. <laughs> You know there's got to be a ramp with a long tongue. It's just going to happen. That would be fun. Listener, we're still hearing that uh, we're going to see that cornerstone at the end of this month, the the rumored rush. Yeah, where's by... my promised rush pin? I don't know. Why aren't they rushing it along? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm full it, of humor. It's cracking me up that we're hearing about the rumored title after <laughs> yeah that, that, title. now that's odd what uh, happened to the, what happened to the james bond rumors i was hearing yeah. james bond i it may still be floating around maybe they just it reskinned may. it to venom <laughs> I mean, I just, a couple of inappropriate I'm just things the, the laziest art job ever so you're like seeing the scene where sean connery's got the laser about to cut him in half from goldfinger but it's just a venom tongue <laughs> He's like, hey, why are you trying to steal the gold for Fort Knox? I'm Venom. I don't have a pushy. Venom voice. Sorry. You're throwing a pushy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having way too much fun already. And nothing breaks up fun like discussing new code updates by Stern oh Pinball. Oh, my gosh. I uh, know. No one cares. Uh, I know. It's Black, uh, it's Black Knight Sword of Rage. Especially about these Aerosmith. two games. Aerosmith <laughs> and Black Knight. No. Oh, 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 yeah. Mostly just uh, some bug fixes, cleanup, and for the most part, that insider-connected uh, availability. So that's all that is. Whew. We were talking about Santa Claus at the opening of the show, mm -hmm. but Santa Claus struck early on, on Penn's side. 
you had me and you went back and forth uh, because you had some opinions about the secret Santa program on Pinside, which I think is just an uh, altruistic, lovely program that is all about bringing positivity to what sometimes is a toxic little community that we have. Uh, so that is going on right now. And one lucky person received a brand new pinball machine, Dennis, but not only just Whoa. a brand new, and not only just a brand new pinball machine, but a brand new, most sought after, probably best-selling pinball machine in the last, I don't know how long. And that is... Number 40 of Elvira, 40th no, edition? No, no, not that one. No, I'm oh. still holding on to that one. No. Uh, yeah, Godzilla Pro. <laughs> Can you imagine just... Uh, FedEx Freight pulling up to your house and there being a brand new pinball machine delivered to you. Also with a Stern Fatigue player mat uh, by Flipping Out Pinball and a Flipping Out Pinball shirt and a Godzilla banner. But that's besides the point. A brand new game, Dennis. Wow. No, not at least not with a banner. I couldn't imagine it. Well, I read the banners, the cherry on top, my friend. Mm. How do you feel about this program? <laughs> I love putting you on the spot on this one. It's absolutely incredible. What generosity. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing there. Right. I, I was looking at uh, Pinside. That was mostly positive. Some Facebook stuff. I want to congratulate. I think it's PD. Oh, what is this Pinside name? PD something. Pinside PD? He's the yeah, winner? Congratulations, PD. No. <laughs> you assholes. Suck it, losers. Suck it, losers. That's about the yeah. best PD I've. Where's PD at? <laughs> little I'd... prick. Who knows? He's probably on lockdown. I've got the COVID first. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a he got a brand new pro machine. I saw on Facebook. Here's what ruffled me. We we get all this nice stuff is going on. Um, this person so much who, niceness. This person who gave this was anonymous. Remained anonymous throughout. He reached out to me. Well, it a is Secret months. Santa. Yeah, but you know how these things go. No, actually, um, I've never participated. Well, I'm talking about just an, 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 anonymity. Oh, Nicole's coming in. Hey, Nicole. <gasps> Nicole. Yeah. She can't hear you, but. Did she bring milkshakes? Did you bring milkshakes? Are you recording in your car? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be screwing. Well, I knew that the checkout, we had to be out of the room while we were recording. So. Yeah. They're going to throw you out or bill you for another day. You don't want yeah. that. Nicole, what are you are you going to the booth for a minute? Okay. I thought it was very admirable um, for some individual to gift a brand new pinball machine to a fellow pinhead and a total stranger and remain anonymous. He reached out to me a couple months ago, Dennis, and, and asked about it. No, it like not to be hokey, but it brought tears in my eyes because I I know there's people out there that are that uh, that generous. Um, and sure, there's other ways to be generous as well, but it was just very heartwarming to know that at the end of the day, our community, uh, although we're like family, so we fight and bicker a lot, we can come together and do something special like this. So it was an honor for Nicole and I flipping out to, to participate in this and it couldn't have went to a better person. He, um, not to say your collection sucks, Petey, but he was very, uh, he, this is, this is a cool collection or a cool piece to add to his collection. That's all. But I then I go on Facebook and people were shit talk. I'm like, how? How do you get something like this and be so positive? Everybody, everybody's winning here. 
And then somebody on Facebook is like, oh, uh, yeah, rich people giving to rich people. This is great. What a wonderful thing this is. And I'm like, damn it. We can't have anything nice. But I, I, I see the argument. But people don't know. Maybe this guy is like the, the, the most generous person. Maybe he's at the soup kitchen every day. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Chill out, people. Be happy. It's the holidays. Did you think any more about my uh, request for a holiday-based soundtrack that I sing? Sing along? No, I put no more thought into it. What's your favorite Christmas song? I actually don't like Christmas music. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course you don't. White Christmas? That's a good one. It's okay. If it moves us on from this discussion, it's great. Man, your favorite is Elvis' Blue Christmas. Jesus is all about Christmas. You're right, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Lord and Savior. I'm, I'm sure that, that that would be the, the secret Santa would be very approved by the baby Jesus. I don't know how we transition from baby Jesus or uh, Jesus uh, sacrificed on a cross to sausage fingers, but I'm going to try to make it happen. I wonder if Jesus had sausage fingers. Think he was a, think he had uh, digits were thick? Maybe. (laughs) This is like not going anywhere near that one. The transition here for sausage fingers is about spooky pinballs Halloween. They drop new code. For Halloween and Ultraman. Oh my gosh, more code. No. (laughs) Leave Brittany and the code alone. (laughs) Leave Michael alone. Yeah, the the Benton team up there running out new code. And they said for the holiday season, we're going to see 1.05 coming soon with additional expert modes. No, 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 no. no. The spooky team is down here at Pennsylvania. I've been hanging out with, with Bug and Luke and now a new team member, which is DJ. DJ was an electrical engineer that was working with him, and he's now transitioning over to programming for Spooky Pinball. And his little dog, too. He has a dog. His dog's pretty big, actually. It's I saw a, well, a photo. Compared to other Goldens, he's kind of a runt, I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you know anything about Golden Retrievers. Golden Retrievers are big dogs. Yeah, this I don't one, think his is a runt. It's pretty small. Like Why person. are you putting down his dog? Not, not, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's all we need. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, this whole show is. People love when I insert wreck. that. Jeez. They love when I insert that, uh, that clip there. Uh, no, me and Jupiter, we, we connected. He's a lovely baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he likes to eat leaves. He was outside. I was like, Jupiter, you want to leave? The, do- the dog's name, leaves. the dog, this this runt dog is named for the largest planet in the solar system. Yeah. Or with that shitty film that came out, Jupiter Fall. What was that? No, there is no way DJ named that dog from that movie. <laughs> there is no way. You are right. That film is garbage and there is no way he did it. Well, no it's better way. than what? Xanthora? What was that? What is the goofiest thing you ever named a pet after, Zach? I've had a uh, a cliff. Yeah, that was a and, pretty goofy but name. But what was what was the name like? What I've, was I've had Tyrone cliff named after what? I've had Tyrone. Uh, cliff just a just a solid name for a man. I, no, I was fishing for just like oh yeah, we named him after this goofy thing. I just oh no, maybe no, you no, never no. did. 
We okay. just go for just weird, like my current dog's names uh, are uh, Millie and Hank. Hank is a, just a solid dog name, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was like, like when I was uh, probably it's a little bit before I graduated high school, we had a dog and we named him Norton after the antivirus. <laughs> why? We had no other. I don't know why we did it. We just that's what we did to that dog because he was it, a it was pain and he always popped up when you didn't want him to come around. He was I'm always, in the bathroom he was, washing myself. No, he was a, he was an outdoor he was an outdoor dog. He's an outdoor dog. Uh, not do people dog. really still have outdoor dogs? I would well, think it's the weirdest like, thing. The, Sort of. I mean, yeah, he had a dog house, so it wasn't like he didn't have shelter. He yeah, didn't want to be inside. He didn't want to be inside. He didn't want to be in bathrooms. He would now. He would come in the house if I remember to try and find food, but that was about well, it. Can you blame him? I think it's kind of weird. A listener out there, if you have a an outdoor dog, is it like for hunting or I don't know? It's just it's straight. Like give him a breezeway in your house or at least the garage. He had. A, we gave him a knife. I don't know what else you want. <laughs> So out there hunting. Best of luck, Norton. Hopefully, he doesn't learn that 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 human is the is the most dangerous game to hunt <laughs> with his little survival knife in his in his in his mouth. He was like a a shepherd chow mix or something weird. I thought your family was just a bunch of assholes, and you gave him a thirty day trial period out there. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of an aggressive dog. Oh no! Because he was left outside. No, he liked being out there. He just didn't want any other dogs out there with him. All right. So anyway, so Spooky, they've got this dog and the dog's programming for them now. The dog is programming. Jupiter has ascended. You lose Bowen and you pick up Jupiter. That's all. Who is What was Jupiter ascending? That was with with Hunky Guy, Magic Mike, wasn't it? Isn't that what it was? He had weird (laughs) elf ears. I'm trying to think about this movie. uh, Anyway. So they they yeah. added they added a programmer and I did meet DJ DJ's freaking awesome he's a cool dude laid laid back just like the rest of the team uh, had fun with Spooky Luke talked to him about rubbing himself down with deer urine he had not uh, yet um, and then yeah Bug is always just a chill cool relaxed kid so uh, they've got a lot of ideas for moving forward and they have a lot of leadership I will say this a lot of leadership between Luke and Bug. That's all I'm saying. A lot of leadership there. Charlie was not here. Mm. They do have family down here in Cincinnati, though. They're also teasing adding another employee here very soon. So you guys are going to hear that probably on social media, uh, et cetera. So another employee is getting ready to add to the spooky team. Now, this week, I did play Halloween, Dennis. Oh, yeah. So you, mm-hmm. have you not played it before? I still haven't. I had not. I had not okay. played it. And I thought you had played it like it with up in the JJ's room or something. Yeah, I didn't. I ended up not playing it up there. Now I, I did order a Halloween when they first came out, and mm-hmm. the guys were nice enough to bring mine down. They brought mine down, oh. butter cab and all. Uh, and I was going to set it up in the booth, but then I ran out of space. So I wanted to wait until I got home because you know how shows are. You can't hear anything and. I wanted to wait, but last night at around midnight, once they kicked the general public out, me and a couple buddies had a chance to play Halloween. I I only put one game on it, but I got to say, so far, you you can't see the code or anything, but so far, shooting it, I enjoyed shooting it, and I like the light show, and I like the call-outs. The call-outs actually were my favorite so far, because they're kind of hokey. Maybe it's just me. Kind of hokey, but... uh, I so far so good, but we'll see where this code goes. The only thing that I want a modder to do, Dennis, 
there's this clear air ball thing over the middle drops. It's like, I think Ghostbusters with the... Yeah, I think I've seen some photos. Yeah, so that flaps around in the wind. I would love that to be like a, a thicker Lexan um, that would look nicer because that thing was looking cheap flopping around. But it was, it was so far fun to shoot. And the, the upgates, maybe it's just because I know about them so much, 0% bother me. Zero. They didn't bother me in the least. Mm. I knew that what was coming. It was flashing. I was like, what's everybody bitching about here? I could see for new people, but new people aren't going to be buying Halloween, really. I don't think Spooky's there yet. Well, no one's going to be buying Halloween because they all sold out. Oh, wait. No, I guess you can go secondhand and buy them, buy them in for a discount. Uh, yeah, they're at the mar- they're on the market now. So we'll see. Uh, I'll I'll report back once we get it home and everything. But I went with the Buttercap. I know you well, would approve that's of not that. a surprise, man. Well, I've never went Buttercap. Never went Buttercap. But yeah, but you've only owned like one other Spooky, right? Oh, I've owned uh, I've owned all every Spooky I've owned at some point. Oh, I, I met ordered new where you could control. Oh, for, like, oh they, yeah, that was because wasn't Rick it just Rick and Morty? Yeah. Morty? Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That is true. So so far, uh, listener, hang tight because uh, I'm I'm good so far, but it's one game. This thing could be just a complete shit show. I don't know. You've been diamond handing it like it's GameStop, whatever that place is. Dogecoin, baby. Wall Street it's bets. Up. Spooky Street bets. I'd be investing in Chicago Gaming Company if, if they were public because they've got a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good stuff coming up. I can't wait to tell you off air some of the, the tidbits. Woo. Woo. It's good stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting to hear about Cactus Canyon SE plus Epsilon. They showed off the first one at Pensanetti. <gasps> How about it? It's like and an LE, except not. I can tell you that Pensanetti had, I think, every game. Uh, we had a, a couple aliens here, Legends of Valhalla, a couple of those here. Fathom remake? Um, no. Didn't have then Fathom. no. Had, had Kelp. Then how about no? There. Had uh, all the kinds of Godzillas, two Halloweens, two Ultra. All the games here. And I will say, Cactus Canyon, SE+. Plus, was the most popular game thus far, just looking at line and cues and stuff, the most popular game at the show this weekend. Did you possibly consider that the reason why the long the long line existed was that that is a long player of a game? Yeah, that's the correct answer. I just, I wasn't going to advertise that. Okay. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's so long because it's it, easy. Yeah. Cactus Game yeah. is easy. It's training wheels. Pinball. And there was only one compared to like, too Halloween. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah. oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Once you throw in the numbers, mm-hmm. once you throw in the numbers, the story well, saying, sounds Dennis, different. It's popular. It's a popular let's, let's rewind that. Let's play yeah. that back in an instant replay. <laughs> okay. It was a popular game. It held up really well. We did not have to pull the glass. I don't think we pulled the glass once on that thing. Did so, you have to pull the glass on Godzilla? Uh, let me think. We have a premium and an LE out. No. See? Did not. That's the new standard. Glass-free, practically. Did not. So that's a good sign. Uh, We talked to Ryan White from Chicago Gaming Company. He still is claiming that they're a couple weeks behind on the SE, rolling those out as they wanted to. But they're kind of on the line and and starting the process. So over the next couple weeks, we should see SE start to roll out. Then we're rolling into LEs at the beginning of the year. Then SE Plus is after. But they've, they've got a new game on the horizon as well. I, I don't. They're going to be making a lot of games in 2022. 
Thank God. Uh, well, well, you know, they've never been able to announce a game and put one out within a year of a prior one, so we'll mm-hmm. see. We will see. Brian Cosner, our American pinball correspondent, uh, reached out to Steve Bowden, who's now kind of in charge of marketing sales over at American Pinball, uh, our buddy Steve Bowden, and he said that they are pleased to report that Legends of Valhalla and Hot Wheels continue to roll off the line, almost as if it's like a... Uh, the past tense thing they continue to roll up where's mine i haven't seen any of them yeah how long have you been waiting for hot wheels zach yeah oh uh hot wheels i've seen but not love no love no love for flipping out there is no love lost yeah they're fulfilling orders as as efficiently and quickly as possible and houdini and oktoberfest are going to be back on the production line in 2022 they wanted to thank their customers for the continued interest and for the business okay i played love you didn't play that at Expo? It was like two inches away from your booth. Didn't play it there. Did okay. not play it there. I'm going to be as gentle as I can. Love, Love had issues at the show here. Didn't Ooh, have it flipping out booth. This could be a B minus. Had another deal at another dealer's booth, but that, that hood was up more than it was down, it felt like. That was, you know, that was a report that some of us noted from Expo was okay. it seemed like it seemed like uh, Loves were turning into Hot Wheels constantly. <laughs> Well, yeah, they were morphing. Yeah, so it, it I I played it. It played fine when I played it. It was, and maybe it's the one that they're just passing around prototype stuff. So that is to be expected. I, I well, not to be expected, but uh, one mm. can one can expect there to be issues potentially. It's not a deal breaker kind of situation. It was fine. It looked cool. It played fine. It, I don't. It's it's Legends of a Hall. I don't know. It's it's okay. Were the prototypes the ones, the lobs with the triple spinning discs? <laughs> I think I think you're getting your Vikings and Pirates mixed up. I can't man. keep this stuff straight anymore. There's so much news mm-hmm. from all these companies. Yes, I'm glad I got my hands on it. Uh, it's nothing. I need more time on it. It's nothing to write home about yet. But Why? You only needed one game on Halloween to know that you like it. No. Well, you know why, honestly? No. Because theme matters, and theme sucks me in. That's why. But That's why I'll Valhalla never get rid of Rick is calling you home. Valhalla wasn't doing much for me. Oh. No. I like that they had magnets. That counts for something. The drop target's weird. I'm like, okay, I don't know where that's what, what that is. But, eh. Moving on to Multimorphic. Did you hear that they announced Jerry? Jerry announced new flipper mechs? Yeah. A new enhanced I, flipper I, package? I, I, I hear that there's like a instruction kit because it's I've heard that they're templates and stuff. And it's supposed from what I've read, it's supposed to be pretty easy to do, but it does involve some drilling. Whoa. Whoa. Drilling. I need to go back and check. I I was I didn't follow it closely because I don't have one. So I was like, well, doesn't affect me. I guess all the yeah, new fair. games are coming with the new Mac. So. OK. All right. Uh, I uh, was it on our discord. We were kind of talking about it. And somebody said, well, were the new Macs at Expo on those games? And the person was like, yes and no. They were still kind of prototyping those, but they were kind of in there. I didn't hear anybody saying, oh, yeah, the mechs are great in this. I don't know what everybody talks about. So I don't know. I don't know what the new flipper, flipper mechs are. But, hey, when they get a complaint over at Multimorphic, they try to accommodate by, by upgrading and stuff. So kudos to them for that. I still need to get my hands on one with the fl- new flipper mechs. I did play Heist. First time oh, I played Heist. You finally got to play it. Their best game. Is it their best game? I think it is. Okay. Um, you do not, apparently. Man. You are a Cosmic Cart fan. 
I do like the mechanisms in Cosmic Kart Racing. Well, but, all um, the mechs are cool, and all of the that's yep, never the been an issue. The magnets on the back for... panel is just really cool. Here, here's my thing: I cannot and will not get behind Multimorphic moving forward unless, by default, he switches those damn additional flippers to the same button. I won't do it. But you can go in and do that. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. If you're running Zach, a company, Dennis, Zach, that you think that menu. that's a good idea. Zach, no. go in the menu. Zach, no, don't be difficult. I shouldn't have to. This is This pinball. ain't McDonald's. No, ba 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 ba. Just go in and ba, ba, do it. Just go no. into the menu. That is that is unacceptable to me. I'm sorry. I, I do not do not. They've got get the that. triple buttons. They want to use them. That's that's what I tell myself as to why they made that decision. But. And the end lanes. Don't get cute here. It's it's what? the weirdest. I'm sorry, I'm bashing. What? It's the weirdest feeling because I'm a primary finger flipper so it doesn't make sense to my hand positioning to put my index on that additional auxiliary button then i guess you'll have to just stretch no 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 my wallet's not stretching because i'm not getting one no and i played this on this particular one uh, this was my old one this was my old one that i originally had back in the day so I was it's glad trying to, see... to come home well I'm, I'm glad to see that it's still out there running good uh, well Papa? running it, I had trouble making the ramps. I, it was so I had to quit after ball two. But I see what they're going for. Eh. Why are you treating this like an outside dog? I'm treating this like Norton. Poor Norton. And it always pops up when I don't want it to. Something about that system. I'm just I can't get into it. Can't do it. Well, maybe when the licensed title is revealed, you will finally then I come can look around. past that feel. I guess such cool engineering. I'm still not there. I'm there with Jersey Jack Pinball. Did you see them? Jersey teasing? Jack Pinball. What's yeah. no, I haven't seen anything from them this week, but I've yeah. been not I've not been following the pinball social media very well this last week. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Ken Cromwell teasing something over in the media department there. He had a, just a simple picture on Jersey Jack's Facebook and socials of a red wax seal of the JJP logo, the old stampy seal like Sherlock Holmes, on mm. parchment paper, and that's it. Huh. I'm trying to remember when in Toy Story did they play with wax signet (laughs) ring emblems. But I've only seen the first Toy Story, so I don't know. Damn it. You've only seen. Yeah, I've only seen that one. Uh, I only saw the good one, Zach. Um, Hmm. Let's see. And you know what? That right there is going to get a lot of people writing into the pinball network at gmail.com because the ignorance of saying just the good one as the first one. The second one was an equal triumph, and the third one was equally as good as well. But one and two are classic cinema, and you can't they separate. Can't, you they cannot can't separate all three them. be equally good. And even the one Godfather dropped the ball one by two number three. Are. Okay, but one and two are. There was no dropping of any balls by number three. And number four bitch slapped everybody and said, hey, you guys thought we were done, but we're still just as good. One of the And number five animated- is alive. No. <laughs> Call back. I have no idea what this red wax seal logo parchment thing. Maybe they're it's going old It's parts of the Caribbean. It's parts no. of the Caribbean. That's what it is. But it is-, oh. is it new code update parts of the Caribbean? Or is it another vault re-release of parts oh. of the Caribbean? Still need That's that what people want. Hey, and the market right now, I mean, <laughs> it would be a smart move for it JJP be. to go ahead and be like, hey, you know what? These things are going over 20K. There is no reason why we shouldn't give this the mm-hmm. GNR CE treatment price-wise and do it. Well, yeah, they're like, screw you, Elvira. <gasps> Poor Elvira. Do you, you said you still have your 40th. 
I'm holding on to her. I'm holding Why? on to her for dear life. Well, you know, well, we might find that out in pinball market trends. How many how many units do you think they could sell of pirates if they can't, if they brought back uh, another run of Ellie's? Uh, well, obviously pricing will depend a little bit, but I'll say at least a thousand. Okay, that's a large number. I the game is almost more myth now than reality to some people. They just because people see that price, they just think it's some sort of super legendary game, and I think that there would be a lot of demand, especially if it's you know significantly under the secondhand pricing. I just, mm. there's some that, especially if people are like, holy cow, they're doing it again. This is going to be the last wide body from JJP. Mm, well, you know, all that. You know, you could, there's all sorts of myth and story we can weave into this tale. Pirate lore. Yar. Do you think that they sell a thousand units at $15,000? Uh, if they could produce them soon, Yes. Yeah, that's I, a, that's. A I still think once there. the shipping stuff, like we've talked about before, I still think once the supply chain things stabilize, that this current pricing stuff is not going to hold the way it is. I don't not at the demand right now. There's and, still too many people that are buying for their homes, but that's not going to keep up. So, we got a lot of people still waiting for GNR, but their production has really picked up. Like it is it is going kind of unsaid, listener, because like GNRs, they're catching up those back orders pretty pretty good um we're expecting another shipment that won't close out our back orders but it'll get pretty close there's no more day one orders for us uh not even close we're we're end of last year beginning of this year on back orders so that's that's progress and willy wonka's that last little run that they were gonna do Uh i believe we and we ordered a lot um we're receiving our final allotment of that order so Wow. If they can keep up this type of production, maybe they do squeeze in something. I don't, I really don't, well, unless they want to keep that line right. I don't know. Well, surely, Zach, surely the next game is ready. Yes, I would. Yes. So, so so they can always just move on to their next. I mean, remember what, what Jack was always saying. They want two games out a year. That doesn't mean going back and doing pirates. That meant two new games. I know. I know. But Jack says a lot of things. Let's be real. Yeah, I know, but I sometimes, you know, Ampin was the same way. That's what I call American pinball. I just call them Ampin. They're like the Amway Ampin? of pinball. Oh, yeah. I always, I always picture the airline. Ampin. What was that? Pan Am. Pan Am. Okay. Yeah, so the, I, I don't know what this means, what this red seal means. Uh, I No bullshit, I don't know what this means. A lot of times I, I know what's going on in these manufacturers. I don't know what this one is. I eh, Yeah, I think they could sell a 1,000 units. I don't even know if they'd want to make a 1,000. Maybe 500 at... 15 make it a black pearl edition so you don't call nelly because people if you call nelly people are gonna be like i thought you were at least were 11,000. uh we'll have to we'll have to talk to jjp i talked to damien haggis a lot over the last two weeks and he was kind enough he wanted to support the states over here in the show he was like let me air freight you a haggis Celts pinball machine highland edition for the Cincinnati show and boy, did he get it over here quick. It's fast. And I was the only one there because, as we learned from the Highlander, there can be only one. That's way too nerdy for me to know that reference movie. Oh, no. Right at the pinball network at gmail.com and tell Zach that he should know what the Highlander is. Is it like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something? <laughs> oh, my God. Was it it's Christopher Lambert. Warrior, Prince, oh, or what gosh. is that? Oh, Man, they're this all weird is, looking at it, I, I was sad. Haggis sent over a Celts and... This is a different pinball machine. There was a lot of things that surprised me on this game in a good way. Some in a bad way, I guess, but a lot in a good way. As I've said before, Dennis and listener, 
Celts theme wise does jack shit for me. I don't care about that theme. It's actually kind of a turn off theme. I do like the art better on Celts than I do uh, Legends of Valhalla for what it's worth. And the call outs, the sound, all pretty good. It's a brutal little game. I didn't know we were getting a fast, brutal game in Celts. I just, I, I haven't played it enough to know the rules or anything. But the nice little details. I, I'm most excited about the details that I see Damien and the team putting in this Celts. Because that means Fathom's going to have these same types of details, if not better. I did get the Gurple trim. Have you seen that trim with the it's green, purple, bluey, chameleon-y? Yeah, but, but I haven't seen it in person. So It is. It is the nicest powder coat I've seen from a manufacturer indefinitely. I mean, it's it's that nice. They have an enclosed subwoofer built into the back of the cabinet. That was a huge surprise. Their head is odd-shaped. I'm not... Oh, no, it won't fit in the lineup. Yeah, I'm not super wild no. about the head shape. But what I do like is on the back of the head, Dennis, they have laser-etched... And it's a thick cabinet head, so laser-etched Haggis logo and insignia back there and it's just a really nice piece because you see light shining through on it there's a lot of really cool pieces here a lot of cleanup that they still need to modify a little bit um, use of some of the posts they're using uh, and such this held up i thought usually when you get these games like i got cosmic carnival one of the first ones that came out <laughs> Jeez, that was a full-time uh, job at the show keeping that thing going uh, and we couldn't even keep it going even some some of the large manufacturers have these games come out to these shows and we have to babysit them. But Haggis wasn't bad at all. We had one issue pop up, a couple ball traps that I'm going to report back to Damien. But the only issue that popped up was the flipper bats that they were using. I don't know if they were cheap. I don't know what was going on. They looked like a Bally Williams, a lot of Bally Williams parts in these things. But the flipper bat, it was it broke. Like, like a it, little uh, chunk on the around that the it was, that the well, band was a, goes around or it was a no it was in the, where the bushing goes with the to the rod it was like a oh. hairline fracture so okay. it was slipping a little bit and you can feel it when you flip mm. still okay. worked but you can feel it so we swapped out all three flippers last night after a couple hundred plays swapped those out and it shoots even better now um, but that damn things have been holding up been holding mm. up well we'll see you should have been in on one but nope you were too good. Well, I'm in on one school. now. This is my game. <laughs> I oh. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm going to do a video on it. I got to show off some of these features. They're cool. But not as cool as everyone's favorite pinball podcasting segment. You think this thing's going to win an Emmy? Is it going to win an Emmy? Pinball are, they, are they doing Emmys anymore? I don't really keep track of a lot of these awards. I don't. I think the Emmys is uh, is kind of looking at us. They, they like what they're hearing. No. Fuck pinball award shows, I and mean, we're we're looking at the Emmys, the big time. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the podcast segment that you've all been waiting for, with your main host, with the most Zach Minny and his sidekick Nordman sidekick sidekick for the pinball market. Oh my gosh! As much as your the your as I refer to them off week episodes are so phoned in now. Oh God! Oh my gosh! Oh no, it's they're great. <laughs> I was amazed last week you didn't just drop the correspondence. I thought the last one drop was them good. So it's a correspondent episode. You've done that twice this year. So many nugs in that. I'm gonna hide them. I'm like no. Jigsaw, baby. I'm gonna start no. sprinkling them in everywhere. You gotta listen, listen closely, because everything will be revealed if your brain works. You're doing too many of them. You're like the twenty piece nug pack from Mickey D's. That's right. 
that's exactly right. Just me and Jupiter, baby, sitting there eating it with Magic Mike. I wonder mm. if he would steal your nugs and eat them all in front of you. He'd be like, no, don't. And then he would just eat them anyway. I would scrape honey off of his chest for my nuggets. I would. <laughs> Magic Mike, not the dog. That'd be hairy. Oh, no, I was imagining that we were still talking about Jupiter. Oh, poor Jupiter. No, the matted hair and golden retrievers shed. So no. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pinball market trends. Trending up this week, believe it or not, is Stern Pinball's The Beatles. I don't believe it. It won't be long, yeah. It won't be long. And it's trending up because this thing is now picking up steam in a very well-respected niche area of our pinball community. And that is the competitive players, Dennis. Mm, They do like it. That's true. The competitive players are now pulling the trigger on the Beatles. Not just playing them in competitions, not just having them in banks, they're purchasing them. It's storing them in warehouses across the land. Our friend and TPN member from the Triple Drain Pinball Podcast, Travis Murray, we heard him, he pre-ordered one. He's got one coming, as well as his co-host, Tom Graff. Both high competitive pinball players. I thought they were done buying pinball machines. That shows you the power of the trendability of Beatles. It broke through. Thanks for that layup there. It broke through. Oh, and I don't know. Maybe the number one pinball player in all of the world, Raymond Davidson, just bought a Beatles. How much evidence do you need? Is he still number one? Numbers don't lie, Dennis. I only report the IFPA facts. Okay. I think he I haven't checked. I haven't checked. Check. I only go to the I IFPA site to check the calendar to know when my local events are. There was someone else. Someone else just bought a Beatles, too. Who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? You. Greg Bone. They're, we're not competitive players. There was more than just those three, though. Nope, those are the only three people in the okay. entire world that have bought a Beatles. There was another. There was another highly competitive player that just purchased a Beatles as well. I'm forgetting them. Also trending up this week, it's not just the Beatles. It's something else really expensive, and it's Elvira's 40th anniversary. I told you, listener, we'd be talking about it. Dennis loves it. Oh, he's rolling his eyes, ladies. Look, oh, Dennis, don't roll your. That's a that's a double roll. Anything is possible without getting ahead of. No, this is this is fine. This is fine. Though this is the only you know, this one is in a very unique situation versus any other model. I would I would say that it is a data point. It is a it, data sure, point. Sure, it's a data point, but upon the trending line. What's to argue? There's a lot to argue there. Believe me, I know. But the the number one, this was Elvira's uh, serial numbered one pinball machine for Elvira's fortieth anniversary was auctioned off this last weekend. It sold at the record price, $32,000, listener. That is a new threshold of the value of this pin. Sure, the number one from Elvira is going gonna, is gonna to bring, bring you a premium, right? I get that. I, I mean, get that. I don't know why, but I some people work that way, sure. But after considering the additional fees and the shipping and everything, $32,000, I think, I think these things, you're going to start to see them regardless of the number. You're going to start seeing them over that 25,000 threshold, as I've told you before, as months and months go by without new Elvira House of Horror premiums being produced, people will be scratching their necks a little bit stronger. These things are going to go. They're going to keep rising up, just like Batman, SLE, and LA did. But you see the price of those things lately? Oof. Nope. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, number 40? Eh. Trending up. Nope. Also trending up this week, I have to trend this up because it stopped me in my tracks. And that is listening to the music license discussion 
that was on the last Triple Dream Pinball podcast. Did you get a chance to check that out yet? No, I'm still stuck in Silverball Chronicles, so I'm not to it. What a wonderful episode as well. But uh, they were discussing what many podcasters discuss and post all to sleep. What would be good themes, right? Oh, it's the laziest thing in podcasting or in streaming. I said it. I'll make enemies. But when I hear a streamer or a podcaster start talking about dream themes or what would be good and what it's lazy podcasting and streaming. But these guys did so in a way, Dennis, you're going to love this, that they brought up actual new discussion on new uh, groups that we haven't heard before and why it would work, why it wouldn't work. And Travis Murray, all-star Travis Murray, even pulled up data to support his claim. It was phenomenal. It is exactly what podcasting excellence is. So wonderful, wonderful shout out to the Triple Dream Pinball Podcast. Those guys are really, really doing a spectacular job over there. So you're trending up. Are you pushing this because you want this new episode to eclipse the episode I was on, which is their most popular episode, more popular than the one you were on? I was wishing you wouldn't bring that up, but yes, you were very correct. Um, my argument was that the, as, a, as a show, they were still growing, so we're seeing some exponential growth there that, that kind of explains um, the growth that we've seen in your episode, but numbers don't lie. You are correct. You have the most popular triple during appearance and episode in its, in, in its existence. So I uh, I bow down to you on that one. We'll wait. We'll see. We'll see if I get, make a return. You got me now, Creasel. Even though Elwin can't catch me on Loser Kid. <laughs> wow. He's deluded himself because he's been on like eight times. So Look, you can be the goat of pinball playing. You can be the goat of pinball designing. But when it comes to the voice and cameo appearances on pinball podcasts, Keithy, you can't be the goat on everything, buddy. But there's a space in the back of the truck here for you. <laughs> like Keith Elwin trending down this week. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh. Uh, Keith knows I love him. Uh, trending down this week is Pinball Brothers Alien. Shit. Oh, specifically the Pinball Brothers one. Damn it. I, just, I have some coming in. You Three do? to four weeks, I've got some standards coming in. Yeah, I think I have a couple mm-hmm. available. Why am I trending this down? I'm trying to sell shit. No. I only report the facts, and the facts mm. are that worse than Legends of Valhalla here at Pincinnati, there were two aliens, one of them brand new out of the box, and both of them off for the most of the time. My alien hisses at that outcome. Oh, how sad is it that a game can have such wonderful immersion, such wonderful code, lighting, this game has so much going for it, but they can't get them to work. I, you know, I read online some reports that sounded like there were still issues, even with all the purported improvements that they made over the highway design. But I never saw enough to know if that was like one-off things or if there was any sort of consistent pattern to the complaint. Damn it, dude. I think they said the first 10 games of the one brand new one out of the box and it was broke. Wow. Fuck. Well, you know, these games often take a little bit of tweaking when you get them out of the box first time. I'm super honest with customers, and if people have inquired about Alien, is this wrong for me to do as a business owner? I tell them, if you're a first-time pinball buyer, and or if you're a pinball buyer that likes no low-maintenance kind of stuff and doesn't really want to have to tinker with things, this is not the pin for you. That's no, fair, it's, right? It's pro- yeah, I'd say that probably they probably appreciate it because then they okay. can consider a different game if that's not their sort of thing, and they know, oh, yeah, 
well in the future. And I just don't want him to be surprising calling me all the time saying, this, I spent this much on, the, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. No, that, that's also, that's smart for a couple of reasons. So, yeah. No, I, I think that's the right approach to take. And the, the you know, you, were, you did that with Cosmic Carnival. You were, absolutely. but in that case, I think yeah. it was more like, I can't sell this. I, yeah, I chose not to sell it at all. But yeah, I, this thing, I want to love this thing. I do, I love the game, but man. It, they got to get some stuff figured out. I'm terrified to get some, but I'm also excited because I will open one for myself, and I'll I'll clue you guys in on the journey that I've, I've I'm taking with it. But did you go with with like Acid Cab or anything for like <laughs> no. the their version of Butta? That's a, actually a really good idea. No, I did I did buy the apron mod though with the acid burns in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did buy that, and I'll probably buy an LV version later on. Uh, we do have those coming in as well. I just don't know when. But Alien is a, man, it's it's going to make m- many of you so happy, but many of you pissed off at the same time. Buyer beware, but it is trending down. If you look at the secondary market, even the primary market, they haven't price increased lately. But on the secondary market, Dennis, they're not really going up either, like the like some of the big Lebowskis of the world, the Elviras of the world, the Godzillas of the world. Right now, Godzilla Premium in the box is selling for... Uh, over $1,500 MSRP. That's, that's not the case here with Alien right It's just not. And that's why it's trending down. Okay. Right. Well, makes sense. All right, Dennis, people want the goods, so let's jump into this week's Deal of the Week. Bye, bye, bye! All right, listener, you guys can check it out right now on Pinside uh, by Pinsider Pinbanty79 out of Cumming, Georgia. Ugh. Uh, that that was bad. I'm sorry. They're selling a Godzilla limited edition that we know is selling pretty regularly for $15,000. They're downsizing their collection. They want to stay married. Their spouse is more of an ape lover. And this Godzilla Ellie's got to go. It's only got about 65 plays on it. Price is firm as it should be because they're only asking $12,950. Only I get it. But for the market right now, this is a deal. If any of you missed out on an LE of Godzilla, I'd say this one likely will be gone by the time you hear this. If not, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. But sadly, I cannot say the same for the next item. In this week's deal of the <laughs> WTF right over on pin side. Again, nice person. I like, I like a uh, lateralis, L-A-T-E-R-A-L-U-S. I am the Laterus. Sell, sell, sell. Outside of St. Louis, Missouri, has a Deadpool topper for sale. He's selling the original Stern topper for $999. That in and of itself is a WTF because Flippin' Out Pinball has them in stock right now for $699.99. I don't know, save you 300 bucks. Email us at Z-A-C-H at flip the letter in out pinball.com. Save you, save you a few. But no, I, I want to redirect you towards the additional Deadpool topper that they have for sale. It says this is not an official Stern topper. I do have one for sale, though, however. Nobody's going to buy that. Now, this one is small. It's acrylic. It sits on top of the pin. That's what a topper is. You can use Velcro, but the Velcro on this one's even worn out. They're going to include it anyway, though. Eh, who doesn't want worn-ass Velcro that doesn't work? But they're going to recommend you buying a, a small square or two of the Velcro just in case. You, oh, stop. Okay. So what's the deal here? Well, it's a bootleg topper. Is this where we're at, people? There is one topper. You cannot take a picture of the official Deadpool topper, run it through a scanner, and print it behind acrylic. No. $40? I don't give a shit if it's $40. Again, people, la- lateralists. 
Send me a video of you destroying this monstrosity piece of shit fake bootleg topper, and I will send you $100. Bye, bye, bye! That's $60 more than what you're asking for this piece of garbage shit. Shame to any of you that puts this bogus ass topper on your Deadpool. My homie Gomi deserves better. Coincidentally enough, we know that the original Deadpool topper, the thumb goes up and down on a motorized thing. They've got this Photoshop piece of shit at the thumbs up position. I object and think the picture they should have taken was of the thumb way, way down. Sell, sell, sell. Don't buy it. The guy that buys this buys the fake Rolex. It, if you can't afford a Rolex, then get out of the kitchen. Isn't it the saying? Or do you take the Rolex off before you make the chili? I don't know. Don't be the Folex wearer. Wear a Timex with pride. And there you have it. I've steered you clear here in this week's Pinball Market Trends. All right, Dennis, let's wrap it up. I got to get back in here and uh, sell some games. Yeah, sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. I, I've got my own Godzilla Ellie here. I've got a $15,000 price tag on it. And I've had some sniffers. And uh, my, 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 what is it? A bobber when you fish? My bobber's been bobbing, but bobber, uh, bobbing, yeah. haven't reeled in a big one yet. Hmm. Well, they're out there. Do you think it sells today? Uh, it might. I'm going to guess no, but it might. I also have a Batman 66 premium for sale that I listed a little high, but hey, running the market, I get a 10,250. A little high, loaded down with mods. A little too, a little too high for me, but. A little, little high, a little high. Beatles didn't get picked up yet either. <gasps> Zach, you're a liar. But that's trending up. You're a liar. It's just Cincinnati doesn't get it. They don't get yeah, the they Beatles. Yeah, they don't buy pins. They just play yeah, them. This isn't Liverpool. Chuck, why don't you redo your show? Make it good. <laughs> I, I was hearing great things about that tournament they were running. I was hearing that. Yeah. Mm. I have to go back and vod it. not read up on that yet. SDT and Pinball on Twitch. Dennis, where can people catch you between now and the next time? Well, they can always email me, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com or over at facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast if they want to just shoot a messenger message. Mm. I just keep picturing the Magic Mike riding a Clifford-sized golden retriever eating chicken nuggets with honey dripping down his freshly waxed chest. Is there something wrong with me? Yes. What is his name? Magic I just think of him as Magic Mike. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no one cares. I don't, I don't know why it's in my head. It's like a uh, intrusive thoughts. I don't know what's going on. You can catch me at the pinball network at gmail.com alongside David Dennis or George Fisher, Dennis Creasel. You can message us all there and we will get them to who they're going to. You can also see me on Straight Down the Middle, a video series on YouTube, or email me there at sdtmpinball at gmail.com. Pinball Machine Showcase of the Week for Flipping Out Pinball or sponsor the show Oktoberfest. No. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, we're building more in 2022. And I think everyone goes, why? <laughs> Is the pre-order spot for Cactus Canyon? We sold a couple mm. more this week. Get in the queue now. Uh, as a reminder, LEs are gone. SEs, we are not requiring a deposit on SEs. Unlike many dealers, if you want an SE, let's get you in line. You don't spend a dollar until your game's ready to move. SE Plus is they do have a deposit per Chicago Gaming. They're charging us deposits, so we got to charge you one. Uh, but get in line for one or the other because the, these games are solid. They're a lot of fun, and I just can't wait to see what Lyman and Josh have 
up their sleeves for the enhanced code. I don't know when it's coming, but it, I, I'm interested in it. I'm really interested in it. You can also catch us at flippingoutpinball.com or email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H-F, flip the letter in outpinball.com. If you're interested in any used games that I've been talking about, uh, you can come by the shop and pick them up. So email us for used games. We can ship them. Kind of a pain in the butt to ship used games, but we can figure it out if we need to. New games, get on the interested list on a lot of these things. We still do have a Beatles spot coming in December here. A lot of games getting pushed at the end of this quarter by Stern Pinball. So let's get you on those interested lists. And if you need an update as to if you ordered a machine, when it would come, feel free. That's my job and I'm happy to do it. I've got the best job in the world. So email me and I'll let you know when we can get you one of those games. And Stern Pinball, if you're listening out there, figure out a way to add a run of Godzilla Premium sometime next year. I'm telling you, please. 40 people come up to me at the show. Hey, if I uh, ordered a Godzilla Premium, uh, when would I get it? You should see I was like measuring the dilation of their pupils when I said end of 22, if not beginning of 2023. Really? Didn't it just come out? Yep. Just came out. We've got art blades. We've got armor. We've got toppers. I still have, I think, Stranger Things toppers. Still got Deadpool topper. We've got this, that, and everything for you. And we appreciate the continued support. I know I got sappy last time but i'm going to do it again because it's the holiday season when we come to shows like this uh thanks for your patience if you've been trying to email or call us because it takes damn near everything um to run a to run a large booth at some of these shows but we do it out of love and we do it of course not silly we do it to sell pinball machines but it, it is a lot of work but we love doing it and when given the opportunity to bring our a game uh, to some of these shows we want to be that person to be able to provide you guys with that experience. So thanks for everybody that came out at Pensanati. Thank you so much for the support to Chuck Wharton team here. Just hanging out and uh, coming up to us and saying how much you love Dennis or how much you uh, support what we're trying to do. That keeps us going and it'll keep us going regardless of any silly trophies or, or official recognition. Uh, recognition from you guys at a show or through an email no bullshit. That that is gold to Dennis and I, well, I'm not going to speak for Dennis, but that's gold for me. Yeah, no, I I appreciate getting getting feedback on the show, but don't come up don't come up and hug me. <laughs> don't touch me. Does anybody ever come up to you and say they love me? I get a lot of I love uh, Dennis. No, I mean, may, I don't honest. know if they use the word love, but there's some people that came up like at Expo and said they really liked like, oh, Zach's he's so nice, he's so honest. Can you guys hear? He works so hard. This is, this is a new one for me. I did have. Uh, I had more people than not. Usually, a lot of people agree with you on our arguments or discussion points. The most overweighted discussion point we had was, uh, for me personally, was our discussion over the distribution model and the sales model for 2022. I had more responses than I usually get that reached out and said, "I'm sorry, I completely disagree with Dennis's angle here." That was that was a shocker. I thought you had the winning angle myself, but that was a little shocker. We got a lot of support out there, Dennis. I can't I can't be right 100% of the time. Well, 98% of the time's not too bad. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Minnie. And folks, if you ever are out there and you see something getting first, you see number one, and you're like, wow, that's great. Just be confident that even if you're 40th, you can pull that off too. Oh, and always practice safe pinball and act like you guys didn't drool a little bit thinking about honey dripping down the chest of Channing Tatum. Get out of here. Oh, you looked uh, him up. Yeah, I did. I I've been going to tell you. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>
Poor budget of Jupiter Ascending was 176 to 200 million, and the box office was 183 million. <laughs> I saw it in theater; it was terrible. Oh, was it bad? So upset. Yeah. Even had fucking I mean, Eddie Redmayne in it. I have not seen this movie. It's just, it's just, it's just like it's sloppy. It's like it. There's just not a lot of context to it. It's not like the worst thing ever. Uh, it's just, it's not. Stick great. with the Matrix, Wachowskis. Just stick with the first one. It's kind of like them Toy Stories. Just do the first one. No. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, you knew that one. I'm so proud no, I knew of that. you. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. All right. Raw dog in the audio. Yeah, raw dog in it. Best dog on dog.